0: That's
1: the one thing all great teams have in common. Great coaching. Try to suck up to me, everyone. I'm Gordon Bombay, the new hockey coach. All right, let's go! Learn me! Come on! We're Team USA, gathered from all across America. And we're going to stick together. You know why? Because we are ducks. And ducks fly together.
2: It's the Quack Attack Podcast. Hey,
1: everybody. Every time you get the puck, you're the quarterback. I'm Mike, that's Tommy.
2: What's up, everyone? That's Kevin. Hey, y'all.
1: Kevin, what are we, like two weeks away from you getting a new car here?
0: Uh, like one one and a half weeks.
1: One and a I half. Next weekend. It's going to be a joyous yeah. reunion whenever, if we ever get us all back in the studio together again.
2: Uh, Might be moving studios in a couple weeks, actually.
1: Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Uh, I am moving from my apartment. Uh, and I'm moving to another apartment and that apartment will contain a very angry dog that will, that will probably bark a lot. So I'm not sure how that's going to work out if we record there and whatnot. So, um, it's going to get interesting in a couple weeks here.
0: We could record at my place.
1: Hmm. After like as, you finally get a an car Italian. and then we start recording at your <laughs> place. <laughs> That's true. That'd be a waste. But yeah, we'll I mean we'll figure something out, but be prepared if it sounds like a little different. We'll we'll there'll probably be a couple episodes where I'm trying to figure out how the audio sort and the sound sort of work. So just a heads up to the quack lights there. Uh speaking of the quack lights, if you guys haven't seen uh, we unveiled the quack question leaderboard uh, last week, I would say. I was trying to think if it was this week or last week. But Jared Beasley at the top seven questions read on air, including the 2016 quack question of the year. So you can go to thequackattack.com, see who's in the lead. You can also see every single quack question that's ever been asked all time on there. So, Wait,
0: so so that's our only measure for quackalite ranking?
1: Well I have I have the number and then I have um your most recent and then I have whether you are a quack question of the year winner or a quack question of the year finalist. Um I just went by number now, but if you want to create some sort of metric that weights these quack questions more. We could do like ahead. how,
2: how long we talked about the quack question and if it like turned into a whole episode.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah.
2: Cause there's probably some so, kind of, I mean,
0: I, I feel like we're, we're, we're getting a little too focused on the quack questions though. I mean, there are, are quack lights out there that have very lengthy and in-depth conversations, you know, involving us very often that I aren't necessarily quack questions. I feel like that should be, you know, kind of weighted in there as well. I don't know how you track that, but
1: Well yeah, I'm this is just the quack question leaderboard. This is not a quack light overall leaderboard. I just specifically oh, okay. looked at the quack question We could have
2: different categories.
1: We could. We could have a vote or something. Yeah. We I mean we could blow it all out. We'll just see what happens here in the future. Uh, so, a lot to look forward to is what I'm trying to tell you quack lights here. Uh, let's move on to the topic at hand. Tommy, what is our topic today?
2: Okay. So, uh, for those of you listening, um, you may or may not know that the uh, NCAA men's basketball tournament recently concluded. Uh, Oregon, University of Oregon, is, uh, they're the Ducks, of mm-hmm. course, and they made a run to the Final Four. They lost in the semifinals to North Carolina, the eventual champion. There was a, um, at the very end of the game, Oregon, I blink, was down one. They were down by basically a score, and North Carolina was at the free throw line. It was like six seconds left. North Carolina misses, and but it gets its own rebound, like, because Oregon just did a terrible job boxing out. Um, so it's kind of like, oh, wow, North Carolina misses, got another chance, or whatever. It kind of iced the game. They go to the free throw line again. North Carolina misses again, but then they grab their own rebound again, which is pretty much, I mean, any coach down to like the high school, middle school level will tell you like, why aren't, like, so Oregon, why aren't you getting those rebounds, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Um, That's inexcusable. Yeah, exactly. Um, And so then got to thinking, Oregon, they're the Ducks. Um, Obviously, they weren't coached by Gordon Bombay, because if they were, they would have won. So what would Gordon Bombay have done to get his Ducks to box out and then also kind of Gordon Bay known for his unorthodox coaching. What were what would be some unorthodox coaching mes- methods that he would do in other sports like basketball or baseball or or football?
1: Yeah. So a lot of a few different sort of related topics here. Uh first of all, Oregon Ducks making the Final Four probably the greatest duck related sports moment since the Anaheim Ducks won the Stanley Cup in 2007. Uh and then before that, I don't know, maybe Eden Hall's, the Eden Hall Ducks State Championship in their the Ducks' junior or senior year or whatever.
2: Is it, uh, it's an Oregon there, football, there, everyone there the title? Is
1: a, they made the finals. They, they, made, they the made the, the finals twice, right? Yeah, but I don't think they ever won it. Yeah. There's also
0: a, uh, near my hometown, there's a world famous duck race. Um,
2: so there's also that. <laughs> oh, okay. So a duck race of actual. Animal ducks?
0: Yeah. It's the, it's both land and sea. It's amazing.
2: So people train ducks or what?
0: You basically give like a, a dollar or whatever and they hand you a duck. And then you like place the duck in its lane. And then you like scare the duck <laughs> to basically try to win the race. Wow. Against other people. We should sponsor it's that amazing. race. It's yeah. It's one of the most ridiculous things ever. It's awesome. Where is this? It's in Deming... It's in Deming, New Mexico. Okay. Maybe we could
2: replicate that. Have that's, like a quack I attack, I, quack race. It
0: We're, should be. I think it's in like a month. It's normally the whenever Cinco de Mayo is. Oh, whenever Cinco de Mayo is.
2: <laughs> yeah, that rotates each each year. <laughs> yeah. I think.
0: Well, I mean, you, you know what I mean, like whatever weekend or whatever that is. Okay,
1: <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah, we'll 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 see what we can do there. Uh, let's go back here to the original sort of deal which was Oregon Ducks and boxing out and so i did get a i did get a message from somebody sent me a link from some random site that was like it was a joke article about Gordon Bombay becoming the coach of the Oregon Ducks so that kind of fits in here now my question is would he have made a difference because Bombay doesn't really seem too focused on defense, judging by how the Ducks arrived in Eden Hall in D three, not playing really any defense at all. So would any he would he even focus on stuff like that, or is he just thinking way too far out of the box?
2: Um, so I think he would have because he would have, he would have recognized the level of play. Um, he obviously um kind of ups his coaching game in in D two when it's like he recognizes the level of play. Um, and so he, he would have had something implemented. Now, if this was like peewee, um, so this was like 10, 11, 12 year olds, you know, maybe not, you know, maybe he wouldn't have been as focused defensively. Um, but, but in, in terms of my question of how Gordon would do like another sports, I'm, I'm focusing kind of on the peewee level, okay. but specifically for the Oregon game, I think he would have like, he probably would have made like some hand signal, like to to the you know to his big guys down there, and they would have like winked, been like, "Oh yeah, box out." Oh, Can't forget yeah. you know that day in practice how all we did was box out.
1: Yeah, yeah. I feel like he would have went with some sort of literal like gimmick. He would have had them like box out boxes or something like that, or yeah. form a box like so, or
2: like put boxing gloves on them or something. Yeah,
1: yeah, something like that to get it done. So he. So you think he? So he would have made the difference, is what you're saying? Then,
2: uh, well, I don't think Oregon would have been in that situation. Um, I think they would have been ahead comfortably. Oh yeah,
1: had that's Bombay a good been point. the
2: coach, yeah. and, and during so that, th-
1: just do
0: you, do you think they, uh, Bombay's basketball team? Do you think they are like the Globetrotters, like you know, with like the tricks and stuff?
2: I think in D two, if if D two was a basketball movie, they'd be like the Globetrotters, but in D one, they would have been like. You know, it's very scrappy, full-court press kind like of thing. Like the team. Hoosiers? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like Or like Villanova in the 80s, like, hold the ball the entire <laughs> game. Yeah. Try to win every game by, like, two points, 18 to 16.
1: That's a good point because Bombay does, like, primarily want to win. Like, that's his primary motivation in pretty much all of this. Like, for as much as he says, like, have fun, have fun. And I know this kind of started the Quack Tech podcast. We argued about this. But, yeah, so he, I think... Whatever it takes to win, he would do, whether it is holding the ball or throwing oops and stuff like that. So, you look at Bombay, and before we look at just his coaching, how he would coach... Which other sport would he be most suited to coach? Do you think he played any, any sports as a child? He does pull out some footballs against the Cardinals for warm-ups. So is there a sport other than hockey that you think Bombay has some familiarity in?
2: I think um, – I think – Oh, okay, go ahead, Kevin.
1: Go ahead. Okay,
0: I was going to say I think basketball is probably the closest because I don't think he works in football because he's, he's not like a discipline kind of guy. And those are typically the more successful coaches in football. Um, baseball, I mean, I guess maybe that would work because, uh, I, I don't know, that's just kind of a, a weird sport in that in that vein. And, and, and I think like the hygiene and stuff would play really well in baseball. But I, I don't know, I think like his motivational tactics would probably work best in basketball.
2: Yeah, I, I agree with Kevin. Um, I was going to say like, yeah, football, no. I don't think he played football Um Um, especially if he was concentrating on hockey, it's, you know, physical enough. Um, I, I do think he would probably play baseball kind of like in the spring and summer, Mm -hmm. um, in basketball, if it was like coincide in winter, um, I I think Kevin's got a really good point that he'd be very good at like motivating and and basketball. Um, but baseball, he could kind of do hijinks and he would probably put on like crazy shifts and things like that. And like try to get in the head of hitters, like bring his outfield all the way in or, you know try to do a bunch of hit and ball tricks things like that
1: yeah i think he would be a nice fit for baseball because i feel like he would play some play some pranks in the clubhouse and stuff like that keep the guys loose i don't know how good he is as just like a a manager of people though so that's kind of and, and the mental aspect is really like the thing for baseball so that might trip him up a little bit yeah uh yeah i think it's basketball baseball maybe definitely not football because i think football you got to have some subordinates that really kind of go with your philosophy and and bombay never seems to have an assistant coach or, or any really subordinate that um that really follows him like miss mckay had to like stick up to him in the middle of d2 just to get the team back on track so i don't think that's a viable option for him there. So, yeah. So, you look at basketball, and we talked about, you know, boxing out and that kind of stuff. Does he have any gimmicks here? Does he... What does he sort of do that's equivalent to using eggs to pass or um, using the footballs against I, the Cardinals? There.
0: Okay, so there's this one thing, and I believe Roy Williams did this uh, before North Carolina... Uh, won the title in 05. Um, he basically, they had a super talented team, uh, and, and they just never looked up to the hype. And that's why Matt Doherty was fired. Uh, and then they hired Roy, Roy Williams. So the first, uh, season, it was either that first season or the second season. Anyway, so the, they come in for the first practice of the fall and all of the rims were removed from all the baskets. So they literally couldn't practice offense and they had to play defense. Um, so, that, I think that was like that could kind of fit in the wheelhouse of Bombay and kind of like those psychological slash tactical um, practice moves. Uh, that was like the first one that popped into my head.
2: Um, One thing that I was thinking of, and so one of the first things he does, like when he's becoming like a good coach in D1 is like they, they're skating through the mall. Because mm-hmm. um, uh, obviously, he has to teach Fulton how to skate. I feel like um, pretty much anyone who wants to play hockey. It's like, if you can't skate, you're kind of screwed. And so, but if you learn how to skate and you're a good skater, like when you're younger, you can pick it up. It's yeah. like, um, and so what's kind of the equivalent with that in other sports? In basketball, I feel like, like, obviously you have to be like, you don't have to be like super great conditioning. There's a place you're on the team, but you have to be able to dribble a basketball. Um, and you got to be able to do it with both hands. And so what could he do to kind of like, I mean, there's all sorts of like games and stuff that he could do. But I was trying to think if there's anything that would kind of translate to getting these kids, like in- increasing their, you know, agility, essentially, so they're not just you know staring at the ball while they're trying to dribble things like that.
1: Yeah, he might pull out some like blindfolds, or or oh, yeah. he might he might stick the. Uh, I guess this was more yawn, but the pop cans pyramid that they use for Mendoza, maybe he's got those all over the court and he's oh, dribbling yeah. around,
2: dribbling around those. Yeah, so something like that there. I'm trying to think. There's like a Kevin. You may know what I'm talking about. There's like a Martin Lawrence movie where he's like the coach of a crappy basketball team. Do you remember that at all?
0: Martin Lawrence is the coach of a
2: crappy basketball <laughs> team. That definitely sounds
0: like a Martin Lawrence movie, but uh, I, I don't remember. The, the only thing that keeps popping in my head is like Mike and Martin Lawrence wasn't in that.
2: Oh, like that Mike was, was a crappy basketball great. movie, um, and that wasn't a crappy <laughs> basketball movie um but anywho the only thing i never saw the martin lawrence movie but i do remember a a commercial i guess in order to get the kids like hey keep your hands up on defense he put like um and he put something on the armpits basically it was like icy hot or something along those lines yeah Yeah. so he put it in the armpits so they would like keep their arms up and they're all crying and stuff
1: i believe the martin lawrence movie is called the rebound
2: the rebound
1: it's just rebound no oh it's just rebound yeah, the tagline: a comedy where old school meets middle school. So uh, it's like a it's like a God, Bombay God. for basketball. <laughs> Tommy really liked oh, that God, one. Oh God, yeah, this looks uh, so bad.
2: <laughs> uh, we need to try to get Martin Lawrence in the pod.
1: We're, yeah, I'll try. It. I'll see what he's up to nowadays. Uh, rebound thirteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes, by the way. So um, watch that. Anyone
2: else in that of recognizable?
1: Uh, Let me pull it back up here. It doesn't look like it. I mean, most of them are kids.
0: The Um, the guy
1: that was uh,
0: uh, in Road Trip, um, the guy that was like kind of a prude. Remember? They were like trying to convince him to cheat on on his girlfriend. Basically the main character.
2: Oh. He was in Rebound? Oh, was he 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 also the guy in Rat Race?
0: in what? Rat Race?
2: Breckenmeyer. Uh, I don't
1: remember Rat Race. Yeah, yeah, Breckenmeyer. Meyer oh, is his name. There you go. There you go. That was a good pod right there. Uh, Megan Mullally played...
2: Horatio Morgan. Sands is Mr. Newworth.
1: Oh, wow. This is, is going to be a whole pod of who is in Rebound. The movie. <laughs> All right. Back on hand here. Now,
2: real quick, some of these characters' names are pretty funny. Okay. There's a kid named Fuzzy. There's a goggles. There's a Big Mac. There's someone named Late Carl, which what? sounds like <laughs> a sex act. Oh, and Cat Williams is in it.
1: Oh, shout yeah, out! Shout out to Cat.
2: Uh, so, anywho, yeah, I, I, you know, getting the kids to dribble would be like the first thing he needed to do. All
1: right, yeah, I like that. I like that. Uh, no, I mean we've talked about the four major sports, but are there any weird sports Gordon coach or any Is would he be like an individual like tennis coach or or would you even go weirder like curling or something like that
2: maybe he could do curling I mean he's obviously spent a lot of time on the ice so he knows the ice so he could probably be maybe he has like great depth perception that's true and like knows like how far you need to throw the stone or whatever it is mm-hmm. who's
0: who's the greatest curling coach in
2: history
1: I have no idea.
2: I don't I can't name you a single curling coach.
1: <laughs> I can't name you a single curler.
0: <laughs> well, Michael put it in the center <laughs>
1: <laughs> I feel like they have like managers that are also like participants. I'm not oh, sure yeah, like, like a, a real player real, coach.
2: Like, do you, coach. do you think Bombay would be a good bobsled coach like John Candy and Cool Runnings?
1: Hmm, interesting.
2: Because, John, they use they do some, like, obviously they can't train in the snow, so they're, like, training in, you know, in Jamaica. And yeah. so, you know, maybe Bombay is kind of good at, uh, you know, these unorthodox training styles. So maybe Bombay would be a good, like, Southern Hemisphere, you know, winter sport coach. Mm.
1: Yeah. I mean, maybe the Jamaican bobsled coach gave him a call and said, hey, you got any sort of ideas here? Uh, I, yeah, I think like it maybe
0: just, roller
2: hockey.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, you could, that's easy.
2: Oh, what about, um, roller derby? <laughs> I that
1: think would the, be amazing. And I would totally watch that.
2: He'd be a good roller derby coach, especially if he was still kind of like teaching them to play dirty.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, that is true. He could take some of those tricks. Cause it seems like he had a lot of them If they spent like entire practices. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's his like second, calling there
2: so if um you guys remember the movie rollerball they there was like an old one then a new one a remake mm-hmm. so maybe like bombay when yeah. he's done with hockey and rollerball becomes like the main sport maybe he becomes like the big time rollerball coach
1: oh there you go that's that's wasn't
2: it james Conn in the original i you're asking yeah wasn't uh uh chris, chris klein, klein was, in was an american pie yeah, yeah chris klein <laughs> and i think meatloaf was like a tv announcer <laughs> or something <laughs> shout out to Meatloaf. Is he dead? Maybe. Still shout out though. Yeah. I thought he died recently. Uh oh. Maybe. I'll look we
1: it up. We could have some breaking news on the pod here. Okay, so back to Gordon here. Now we all know he wants to market his Air Bombay loafer. How much do you think getting a second sport in there, or maybe a third sport in there? Would affect his marketability? Or could this go wrong where if he fails, then the the Bombay loafer doesn't have as much credibility? Just what, Kevin, what do you think the risks and the benefits are of, of becoming a, a coach in a second sport here?
2: Hang
0: on, sorry. I got distracted by looking up Meatloaf. First of all, he's from Dallas.
2: I'm looking up Meatloaf also. I found a lot of recipes. <laughs> Meatloaf is, is alive. He's 69. is
1: alive. I wonder if he's still in Dallas. Uh, yeah, well, we can try to find out. I'll find. I'll try to find out, and then we'll ask him to come on the pod to talk about the Mighty Ducks and not about his life at all.
2: Well, we'll talk about rollerball, <laughs> really.
1: Yeah, yeah, just <laughs> a half hour on rollerball. But back to the original question. Kevin, how do you feel Bombay's marketability would, would change ha- if he went to another sport?
0: Um, I, I feel like it would be I, I feel like he would still be really marketable initially. Um, mm-hmm. but I could definitely see it happening where he wouldn't be very successful and then he would fizzle out pretty quickly. I'm trying to think of like a, a like a, of a decent parallel. Um I mean that's it's gonna be a tough one to
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, like like I like do you remember when um uh was it Tom Izzo they were talking about Letting him coach special teams for Michigan State?
1: Probably. I'm uh, sure. And, like
0: I, I could imagine if that had happened and then they were really bad, like people would be like, get this guy the fuck out of here. Um, but I I I think it'd be very short lived unless he was super successful.
2: Uh just to let everyone know, Meatloaf was not in rollerball. I don't know who the hell I was thinking of.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we should still try to get him on anyway.
2: Yeah. And just
1: talk to him about rollerball. <laughs>
2: Rollerball has a 3.0 out of 10 on IMDb, but LL Cool J was in Rollerball.
1: Wow. Shout out to LL.
2: Um, and just real quick, their first review is one star, and it's just called Garbage Ball.
1: Wow. So Clever. <laughs> Clever. So you look at Pompeii here, and... Yeah, I would agree. There'd be a lot of buzz depending on what the sport. Like, if he goes to roller derby, I think that bumps up roller derby's sort of publicity there for a while there. But yeah, if he fails, then you're shutting off the whole roller derby market, however big that is. And, and yeah, you'll lose. I think you just definitely lose some credibility in the public because there'll be stories about, oh, Cordoba Bay, Minnesota Miracle Man, his roller derby team is terrible. So. Yeah, so but I think there's a decent amount of risk moving to a second sport, but if he's successful, how much does that help the Bombay Loafer Tommy?
2: I think it helps it immensely because it's like everyone's like, "Oh, it's got to be the shoes."
1: <laughs> yeah, that's probably the that's probably the tagline. Yeah, and then you would just open it up for uh, you would just open up a whole another market. I think it becomes more of a general coaching shoe than. I think initially you peg it for like a hockey and maybe that opens it up to other markets here. But
2: Yeah, I think um, hockey, basketball, I can imagine them wearing similar shoes while they're coaching. Yeah. Not really football. um, Obviously not baseball since you're wearing cleats. Um, I guess for like uh, high-level soccer coaches, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Some of them just are on the sideline in suits. Anywhere where you're really wearing a suit – I think you could get away with and you can market to it there but that's a that might be a whole different topic entirely here so let's move on unless anyone has any final thoughts
2: on Bombay coaching here um I think he'd be a, I think he'd be a good basketball coach um especially at the youth level baseball I'm not so sure because like Mike mentions it is a lot of mental like, maybe he would be really good at like kids, but like higher up, he wouldn't be a good baseball mm-hmm. manager. Um, well, I I could see him being like a successful basketball coach, like at the college level.
1: Oh, okay, yeah, that was that was kind of my next question. Like, how high would he make it in these other sports? Uh, Kevin, your just sort of final thoughts on whether Bombay would be successful or not anywhere else but hockey.
0: I think he would do really well, uh, in basketball, but not at like the highest level. I think he would do really well in like the Juco level, kind of like the South Plains team, you know, where they're like kind of gimmicky, but, uh, they're, it's like so new and like they're very kind of cutting edge, um, but a little bit too ahead of their time for like the major college game. Um, kind of like, um, I guess Chip Crow a bad example, but, um, you know, I, so I think he's very successful where he is, but I don't think he's
2: successful at the highest level. I could see him being like, um, there's a good thirty for thirty. It's like the guru of go about the Loyola basketball team that just like yeah, ran up and down the that's court. That's
0: exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah.
2: Um, you know, I, I think he would be successful. I can imagine him going to like a mid major, like a like a Creighton or like Wichita State before Wichita State, or like a Gonzaga before it became Gonzaga, and being really successful. Yeah um and then maybe parlaying that into a, a big job and then like maybe not being as successful and then going back to a a small school and like making a run
1: yeah you talk about bombay's downfall it's gonna be for recruiting violations cheating that kind of stuff <laughs> that's like, true i think he'd he'd figure out the loopholes and then see. NC- Nancy would eventually sort of catch up and then find him out. So I yeah. think
2: Well, he definitely want to go to a private school then that's like not oh, subject yeah. To, yeah, to as many like open records laws, things like that.
1: Yeah, that's a great point. So yeah. Corona Bay private school
2: basketball coach. There you go. Maybe but, he could have been the next Georgetown coach.
1: Maybe. They should've they should've, they hit should've him have up looked into it instead of Patrick Ewing. Patrick Ewing, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Just a missed opportunity there. So we'll see what happens, Georgetown. But Missed out. Let's move on to the quack question. If you're new to the pod, you ask us questions on Facebook, Twitter, through email. We try to answer them.
2: And then we rank you based on it.
1: And then you'll you'll get on the official leaderboard. All you got to do is have one quack question asked on the air. Or one quack question make the air, I guess. and, And you'll be updated to the leaderboard. So... Kevin, what is the quiet question today? The quiet question today,
0: excuse me, comes from Anthony, who is at uh, at Geoffrey, I guess, on mm-hmm. Twitter, um, and his question is: Who would be on the Mount Rushmore of ducks? Gordon, Charlie,
1: Banks, Fulton? This is interesting. This is interesting.
2: Uh, For the international listeners, Mount Rushmore is in one of the Dakotas, which is a state in the United States. I don't know if it's in North or South. South, I believe. I guess South, and it's got four famous U.S. presidents. Uh, Kevin, can you name the you four presidents?
1: You just pissed off all of our South Dakotan listeners.
2: Well, I'm sorry about that. I figured we have more North Dakota listeners, though. Isn't North Dakota better at hockey?
1: Yeah, South Dakota doesn't really oh, have, doesn't man, have a team. Just layered on.
2: <laughs> Kevin, can you name the four presidents on Mount Rushmore?
0: Uh, FDR, Teddy.
2: Wait, who is the second one you uh, said? Teddy. Oh, Teddy. Yeah.
0: Teddy Roosevelt. Uh,
2: George Washington and Abe Lincoln. Right. Correct. I don't know if FDR is on it or not. Uh, no, none <laughs> of us know. I feel like I feel like it was built before FDR was president. Like Teddy put himself on it. Let's take a look for a second
1: here. Uh, At Joffrey. That's his second question, so he's moving up the leaderboard already. So, Mount Rushmore is Theodore Roosevelt, Abraham Lincoln, Thomas Jefferson, and George Washington. So, there you go. Back to the quack question. It's interesting because if you're expanding it beyond the actual players, it gets interesting. Because you you start talking about Hans, who's really the godfather of the Ducks here.
0: and. And I, in that same vein, I think you have to expand it beyond the ducks. So, like Wiley has to be up there.
2: Well, what if we just did ducks? Because I think when you put Why? like Bombay on there, then it's kind of like, eh, uh, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know about that.
0: I think you have to include the other teams.
1: Maybe that's a that's a wider episode for future, uh, pod here. So if we just go the ducks team
2: are we talking original or are we talking their d2 we're talking triplets?
1: throughout the trilogy throughout all three documentaries who's ever made that team so um i mean i i would start with conway just because he was the biggest sort of influence even though yeah like,
2: he's captain as well charlie, yeah. charlie, so charlie charlie is a no-brainer so charlie is a george banks. washington I mean, i'm not banks right has right. To be on
1: there. banks is the team's best player um Sort of the the second leader behind Charlie, I feel like at times maybe 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 not with Jesse and whatnot, but yeah, I would put Banks on there. Any, any... yeah, I put Banks on there. Okay, so there's two. Uh, who would your next two be? Um, uh, are, are, are we strictly talking players? Like Gordon doesn't count. In just yes, players, just players. Okay,
0: I think Fulton has to be up there too.
2: I think Fulton is a very very good choice i mean he is kind of a one-trick pony in d1 but as we've talked a lot in this podcast we think he's a real leader and perhaps he yeah. deserved the c over charlie um but yeah fulton um and i think jesse would be very good because i feel like jesse if he stayed with the ducks he would probably be the alternate captain mm-hmm. um and even goldberg just because he's iconic
1: yeah i was I yeah was... i think Gold- goldberg is the other one yeah, I was thinking Goldberg as well just because he is the most sort of a uh, he's like the breakout star especially in that first one where where Goldberg really pushes things along from a comedic standpoint. So uh
0: although although if if we're going by like how we view them, I think Julie the Cat
2: has to be on there. If we're doing just best players, it's Banks, Conway, Julie the Cat, um I don't know if you put Fulton plus, on there. Plus
0: I mean Julie the Cat won the Hunger Games.
1: Yeah. But... That's true. That's true. That is true. Um, yeah, I don't think I, I was just thinking in terms of like iconicness of the players. I think you could make an argument for Julie the Cat over Fulton. That's who I would take out if I'm
2: putting in Julie the Cat. But um You can't have two goalies on there though.
1: That no, that's true. That's true. That's well, that's a little discrimination against goalies, but If you're talking best players, yeah, Conway, Banks, who else did you say, Tom? Julie the Cat. Julie the Cat. And who did you say? Jesse, maybe? Gee?
2: Oh, Gee is a solid choice. I'd say it's Jesse or Gee. Um, We never got to see Jesse at Eden Hall. So Jesse might have, like, torn it up in the public school league or whatever. That's true. Kevin,
1: who's your four for just best overall players?
0: Just best pure talent players. Yeah. Charlie Banks, Julie the Cat, and oh uh, man, that one's tough. Uh, I'll go. I'll also go Fulton. Okay. Because because his his is also like intangibles. So. All
2: right.
1: Yeah. I mean, I I can see that he becomes very good very quickly. So I can see that. I would probably throw. I would probably throw Guy on there. That's just me, though. Tommy, who would you say your last one was?
2: I'd go with Jesse.
1: Jesse? Okay. So there's there's kind of a disagreement there. In terms of iconicness, though, are we all in agreement? Banks, Fulton, Conway, and uh, Goldberg.
2: I agree with that. So, yeah, I,
0: I'm good with
1: that. All right. There you go. And, hey, we might expand it later on to everybody, in the, the, to the – entire universe there captured in the documentaries later on but for right now we're only talking players i
0: I think one of our one of our quackalites should carve uh this new mount rushmore
2: and, and send it to us yeah do we have any like sculptors in our listeners
1: yeah i don't know but yeah get on that and then we'll use a picture of that and put it on a shirt or something and we can share the profit something like that
2: uh, we, we might not share the profits.
1: Yeah, that's true. We, we'll we say that, and then we'll just steal stuff. But we aren't on air anymore, so they won't know that. Uh, anyway, go to There You can contact us there. You can send us your pictures of your Mount Rushmore sculptures. You can find us on Twitter at QuacketechPod, Facebook.com slash Go to iTunes. Give us five stars. Tell us who's in your Mount Rushmore of Mighty Ducks. Go to the shop. Buy some shirts. Free shipping has gone, but you can still buy some shirts. Great prices. Great variety. You can get all kinds of different colors. You can get coffee mugs. You can get mugs. There you, go. you can get shower curtains. You can get tote bags. You can get any almost anything there. So go do that. And remember... Ducks fly
2: together. Ducks fly together. Quack,
1: quack.